This is The Mitch Gray Show, where we are bringing the art of humanity back to leadership. Subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media, where you'll find each of our episodes and other resources that will equip, inspire, and empower you to lead well. And now, The Mitch Gray Show. What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to The Mitch Gray Show 2022 version. This is our first episode for the new year. And I have to say, I, I've said this for years now, I get excited about every show, especially when I have guests, because the guests I we attract here are amazing human people. Um, their perceptions and perspectives on life are just incredible. And so we're starting off the new year with a bang. I've got on the show today, a friend that we've built a relationship over the last couple of months. I was on his show that we'll talk about in a little bit as well a few months ago. Now he's on mine, Mr. Oddly Stevenson. Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show, man. This is awesome. I appreciate this. It's, uh, it's very cool uh, to be on the other side of the mic, Mitch. It's very cool. And again, you know, what a great way to, to bring in 2022. Yes, I love it. We hope everyone had a great start to the new year. We're going to keep Absolutely. you inspired and uh, take take it where the conversation goes. So oddly, quickly, you are, first of all, the host of a great podcast, Best Audacious Life, and that's the website, bestaudaciouslife.com. Um, you're actually professionally the vice president of operations for uh, the National Basketball League of Canada, NBL Canada, as well as a podcaster, as we just said, who helps listeners live their best audacious life ever. Not just best audacious life. <laughs> Ever, but ever, ever. And I have to say, after following your content for a few months and checking out your website and listening to your other shows, um, I, I would say that if we followed you around with a camera for a week every day, we would see the same theme come to the surface, brother. Yeah. So love it. Yeah. I, I, so, Mitch, I got to tell you, it's 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 very important and, and was very important that uh, I really live my brand. Right. Mm. I'm not putting something out there that I don't believe in. Um, I don't think it has any longevity. If you take that approach, I don't think you have any real authenticity. I don't think you connect with people if you're not being real and not living it the way you talk about it. So I appreciate you for recognizing that uh, it's all real to me. Uh, as far as how I live my life, um, you know, it's it's funny. People who I've known, you know, growing up as a child, they'll meet me and go, "You're the exact same person. You've just gotten older, obviously." But like, so and to me, and to me, that's important, right? Because what that yes. means is, is I am being true to myself, and I am being real to myself and being honest. And not that we don't evolve or grow, right, Mitch? Because Life is meant to do that, but you, you, the core of who we are should never, ever change. And what we need to do, I think we should do, is look for as many opportunities as possible to put that real side of us out in the forefront so we all could see it. Yeah, it's almost anti-social media culture, right? It, it, and, and I think that's really the dilemma, that especially those of us that are trying to build business. You know, in Canada, you're, you're in the public eye. You have been for many years with yeah. your position there. But it's almost anti-social media culture where we're not painting a pretty picture. And, and I, you know, I find myself doing that. It's like, okay, how much blood and gore of life do we show? Because life gets that way. And what I mean by that is how much of the reality. But the bottom line is, man, and you just identified it, other humans relate and connect to the sincere human story. Yeah. They, the, yeah. the, the fakeness isn't sustainable. And that's exactly no. what you're saying. 
you you can't you're absolutely you can't sustain it and, and and that's a really interesting question to ask how much of yourself do you put out there and I, and and and, I, and it's something that I, I struggle with sometimes where you're in the middle of oh I want to do no I don't need to be sharing that right. like, oh, I don't, no I don't and I think so so one of the sort of the, the, the formulas that I use are well what do things do I want to be known for mm-hmm. what do things I want to be connected with what things do I want to be identified as being right and anytime I find myself straying away from that. Or even if even if you find, if I have to ask myself, is this a good idea? Then probably it's not, right? And yeah. so you know that that's kind of the formula I I use. It's not perfect. I still mess it up. There's stuff I'll put on social media like, why did I do that? That was dumb, or you know. So you know, but we're human, right? And I and I I don't think there's a hard and fast answer. At the end of the day, it's what you're comfortable with as an individual. I love that. I love that. So. Let's go back to a big question here. I, I love to ask people a big question. And for you, the big question is really in your title of your show, Audacious Life, yeah. your best audacious life. And for anyone that follows you, we'll have all of your social media profiles in, in your profile page. People can connect with you there. And, and you're a great follow, by the way. Um, you you talk often about living that audacious life. I've even seen some interviews that you've posted back in your, you know, kind of your days when you were interviewing athletes. I've seen uh, when you post currently about the athletes in the league that you're a part of, you you relate that audacity, which I love that, by the way. I think I did a show a couple of years ago that talked about, you know, the courage of audacity, and it's very similar to what you say. So here's the big question. What does it really look like? for someone not to just live audaciously, but to live their yeah. best audacious life ever. Yeah, no, ever. It's, it's, it's a huge question. It's a big question. Um, but I think the starting point is uh, uh, recognizing that that answer is going to be different for each and every single one of us. How I live my life and how you live and how Mary or Tom or Kate or Ashley, I mean, how they live their lives, it's going to be different. So the answer is very different for each individual. I can tell you from my perspective, and I'll go back to the audacious thing because it was something that uh, I think found me as much as I found it, if if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I I had when I when I sort of stopped and kind of looked at sort of my life, uh, the common thread, the thing that appeared over and over again is that every measure of success, every accomplishment, every feat, every win, every victory. It was on the strength of me demonstrating some form of audacity. I just didn't label it. I didn't have a title for it. Right. I just, I just did it. And um, it was through the pandemic where, uh, and, and I, let me let me go back. So it was 2007. Okay. Now think about that's that a long time ago in the podcasting space. Podcasts. Podcasts weren't uh, a phenomenon. I mean, now they're like business cards. I say I often say everyone's got one, right? Um, which is great, by the way. I think it's fantastic because there's lots of sharing. But in 2007, you know, there, there weren't a whole lot of podcasts happening. And me and a buddy of mine, uh, we were were huge at huge basketball fans. We're tremendous basketball fans. We love the sport. And uh, being in Canada, you know, we, we had the Toronto Raptors, but they weren't very good. Right. And we just kind of, but they were still, it was still basketball. We still loved it. And so if, if you think about it, we're, 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 we're two guys, um, you know, he's a little Portuguese, little short guy, me, this big ball, black guy, and we're into the basketball and we love it. And we're in a country that cares about hockey more than anything else. You know, 
Raptors Who is really the mentality, and we're starting a podcast. None of these things fit in the mold of success, if you will, right? In terms of, you know, if if you want to be successful podcast, these are the ingredients. None of those things fit into it, but we did it anyways. Right, we didn't stop and let the doubting and the no naysaying and the negative thinking. We didn't think about that. We were just so enamored with what we were attempting to do. When we we started this podcast, it ran for five consecutive seasons, and uh, at the end, we probably had over a million downloads. And again, we're talking 2007 when we started this thing. Uh, You know, I think again, a million downloads today is probably like nothing, but you know, back then it was a big deal. And, and we had tons of athletes, tons of players uh, at, that, that wanted to be a part of our podcast. I wanted to be interviewed by us. Um, the Toronto Raptors gave us media credentials. So now we're in the locker room interviewing players. And I remember that we used to, we used to like pinch ourselves going, we're two nobodies. What are we doing here? Right? Right? But, 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 but that's that audacious spirit, right? Yes. It was there. It was there. I didn't know what it was. We weren't labeling it as such. We were just doing what we felt was right and what we wanted to do. We didn't stop and think about it. We didn't stop and question ourselves. We just did it. And so, but what I found really interesting is that podcast or being involved with that podcast, that set me up in all sorts of directions and and, and gave me all sorts of wins in areas I didn't even know I was going to get wins in. And so, uh, when I talk about, uh, you know, on the strength of audacity, well, if I didn't do that podcast, I wouldn't have been with NBL Canada. NBL Canada wouldn't have maybe the vice president of basketball operations 10 years later. Uh, right. There's just all of these things that have happened that wouldn't have happened if that audacity didn't exist. So uh, to go back to the big question, yeah, it is very different. It's not the same for everyone. It's very self-defined. What, what works for you, what, what, what's real to me is, is two different things. But the key in it, I think that for me, the underlying theme and the key in it is that whatever we're doing, it's we're being true to who we are. Because going back to our original comments, that's how you sustain it. That's yes. how you keep it going. That's how you give it life, right? And just kind of roll with it. And that's kind of, in a nutshell, that's really sort of what it means to me. Yeah, it's this idea of we don't worry so much about the how, we just focus on the what. And the how really unfolds, you know, you can call it faith, you can call it hope, you can call it whatever you want. But when you when you step out on the what, the how begins to unfold in the way that it's naturally meant to unfold. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And sometimes those the the way it unfolds, sometimes it comes from within or it comes from outside where it's, it's given you on a silver platter. Right? right but it's almost like it's almost you, you talk you know you, you can't you can't win the game if you don't stick your name in it right you can't mm-hmm. you got to put skin in the game to have any chance to win or be successful so you stay on the sidelines going uh i know what it is but i don't know how to do it so because i don't know how to do it i'm not going to do it it's you know you're, you're not going to get yourself any further ahead so how does someone get past that especially you know before the show we were talking about the the last 2 to 3 years for everyone across the world and and uh you you recently traveled in other parts of the world and shared some stories that that really the human behavior sees no borders it's it's all been the same right. and so Right. You know, really what I've seen, having that courage is challenging anyway, much less yes. when we've faced, you know, for people that, gosh, people that lost jobs, people that are switching careers, people that are making decisions to maybe uh, stay at home to raise their kids, you know, et cetera. We could go on for days with how the last three years has impacted all of us. What it's also done is, is, is for some people, it's pushed them to a new level of courage. 
but for others, it's, it's almost made them play it more safely. And so for those people that are hearing your stories, they're hearing the passion in your voice, they go on social media, but they don't quite believe you. What, what's a first (laughs) step? What, what's a baby step? How can we encourage people just to take that? Because in my opinion, courage is very much like anything else. The more you feed it, the larger right. it grows. That's right. That's and right. How do you start right. feeding it? What's the baby food that we give people? That's, that's first right. spoonful. Right. Yeah. It, it, it starts with a self-awareness, Mitch. Like mm-hmm. if you're, if, if you don't know a change that needs to be made that, and, and you don't know why you're making that change or why you're taking that step, then it, it's not, it's not going to happen. Or again, it can't sustain itself. You'll try and you go, ah, I'm not going in and you forget and you won't do it, right? So you, you have to kind of want it. You have to, it's, the, the desire's got to be there, but the awareness has to also open up the, the airway, if you will, so you can take that first step. Um, I, I, I don't think you do anything without it. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to, so my, my Audacious Living podcast, I started that during the pandemic. And, uh, and again, we, we all got hit the exact same way with it. Uh, I, at that time, I, you know, again, I was working with NBL Canada. We were in the midst of our playoffs, which is a, we're actually on the verge of entering our playoffs, which is an extremely exciting time of year. And anyone that's a, a sports fan or a basketball fan knows uh, it's an extremely exciting time of our year. And all of a sudden COVID happens and the rug gets pulled out from all of us. We're all experiencing it all at the same time. And all of a sudden, I found myself going, this thing that I love, this thing that I was looking forward to, this thing that got me excited and jumped out of bed to do was taken away from me with zero notice. Zero notice. Didn't see it coming. No one saw it coming. And all of a sudden, you stand left and looking around going, now what? Well, Mitch, for me, it, it it, it caught me so off guard that I think I slipped into sort of a state of depression. Like I was just, I, I remember some days I was feeling really lethargic. A guy, you know, and this is a guy with all the energy in the world and excitement and the way I live my life. And I was lethargic. I didn't feel good. Uh, I didn't feel like doing anything. Some days I didn't really want to get out of bed. Like it was just really a strange place to be. For me, for me, because I was able to recognize that how I was feeling isn't how I wanted to feel, that's how I was able to make that change. Mm-hmm. That was that. That's why I was able to say, "Hey, something's wrong here. Like this isn't me. This isn't how I live my life. This isn't who I am." And it was at that point I I started to sort of try to try to figure out, well, what's going on here? And it was like, "Yeah, you're missing this thing you love. Yeah, you're missing this thing you love." And uh, and so then it became okay. So now that I know, so now that we're aware. What do you do about right, it? Right, right. Right? So right. again, it goes back to that. You got to be aware before you can take action. So now that I know that I'm feeling depressed because I don't have my basketball, what can I do? Okay. Well, what else do I like doing? Well, I've been podcasting for a few years. And I also want to point out, so I did that podcast in 2007. That was, that was one of six podcasts that I've been a part of. So over my course of my, I've le- and po- so for me, podcasting is something I've left, come back to, left, come back to. So when I'm feeling this state of, uh, I want something to do, podcast, yeah. right? So for me, it was a couple things that went on there. That awareness of what was going on, knowing it wasn't who I am, knowing it wasn't who I want to be, and knowing it didn't make me feel, it wasn't natural, but also knowing the things that I love to do. So it was, mm. it was, it was almost like, okay, so submerge yourself in the things you like doing. 
And okay, and, and that's what started the journey. Okay, I want a podcast. What do you want a podcast about? So then I became that so that dole, that, you know, that soul that soul searching, that deep dive into yourself. Okay, so what do I want to talk about? Well, right. I knew that anything I talked about, it had to matter to me, it had to be important to me. It had to be something I was passionate about. Okay. So what do you love doing? What are you passionate about? And that's where that journey began. That's where that dive in terms of, okay, audaciousness. Mm. And it wasn't, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't a play on my name or anything like that. A-U-D-L-E-Y, oddly, A-U-D. No, it, it just kind of happened that way. And that's why I say it found me because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to come up with a catchy marketing, right. whatever, <laughs> nothing like that at all. It just happened. But, 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 but. But as much as we say it just happened, for me it was it was meant to be. And I know there are people that don't believe in that whole meant to be thing, but for me it was meant to be, and that's why it took me on the path I was on. Been doing the podcast for about a year. I don't know. I've got close to a hundred episodes. Loving it. Uh, it's something that's a part of me because it's it's what I believe in. And so that's so so get so so we go back that baby step. It has to be the awareness because if you don't know why, if you don't understand again that pope, you know, we, we, we people talk about knowing your purpose. If you don't know your purpose, you don't know your why. You don't have the awareness to do something different. Then it's just not going to happen, or you're not ready. That's the other part. Yes, and I think that's very important. Talking about opportunity as well. You know, I, the the myth is that we create opportunity, but the reality is opportunity already exists. It's just a matter of when we're ready to step into it, and that's, that's a right. very different mindset. Because you know, I think we like the idea that I created opportunity because it makes me feel like I'm in control and I've done something. Yeah, that's right, and we're not. No, but the idea of I'm preparing myself to step into opportunity, it really is a much more humbling kind of letting go experience, but it is the experience that's truly taking place in life yes, is that yes. we're at the end of the day, we, we can't even control our breath, brother. It's like our yes. breath can be taken from us at any point yeah, in time. That's, that, that's right. And, 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 and you know, many of us want to feel like we're in control of yes. everything. And we can, you know, we can dictate what happened, and, and we don't. It's, you know, it's it's about being, as you said, being prepared. Uh, I truly believe that, you know, we we all have it inside of us already. Yeah, it's all in there, yes. right? And whether we talk about step into it or awaken it or unleash it or unlock it, whatever, it's already inside of there. And and, and it's interesting. Um, so I'll, I'll jump into how you know NBL Canada because it's an interesting sort of connection here. So. Um, I, I do this podcast, this basketball podcast. Uh, in 2011, the NBA goes on strike. Now, you know, in, in two, it, we're talking 10 years ago. 10 years ago, social media isn't what it is today, right? So 10 years ago, uh, uh, if, so, so if, if, if the NBA goes on a lockout now, uh, there's no concern about whether, you know, where we'll get content from. We'll find content, right? Back then... It's not the same. Now, now, you know, guys are eating for breakfast. What color socks they got on? What shoes? You know all that stuff. Back then, that wasn't the case. And so we thought, okay, well, there's no NBA. Let's pivot to this new basketball league in Canada. And, and, and that's what got So I made that turn. And I, I joined as a volunteer because I, I was passionate about the sport. I love the sport. But I believed in what they were doing. And a pro league in Canada, that's kind of cool. We have our own NBA. Let's do it. And, and that was that's what kind of began my journey. And I'll never forget, 
uh, a good friend of mine, his name is Rick, and Rick got, Rick passed away a few years ago. He's a former golfer, former pro golfer. Um, he bat, had a battle with cancer, uh, and he was sort of in his tail end of his, his of his battle. And NBL Canada was having a a draft, right? And you know, mm-hmm. drafts up, you come in the room, and all the players. And I and I was doing the job of hosting, so I'd actually go interview the. Hey, you just got selected. How's that feel? And so uh, I thought it'd be really cool for Rick to check it out to be aware because he's really into that stuff. I said, "Come on, I'll check it out and hang out with us." And when it ended, when it uh, the draft ended, I remember on the drive back home, and you know, and now now Mitch, we're talking eight years ago, seven eight years ago. And uh, the drive back home, you know, Rick says to me, hey, man, this league is great. And you know what? I can see you running this thing one day. And furthest thing from my mind, not even thinking about it, not even like, really? Uh, I'm fine doing what I'm doing, whatever. But but it was it was important because people oftentimes see, and I'll, 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 I'll tie this back to what I'm talking about, unleashing. People oftentimes see what's inside of us before we do. Yes. Right? Yes. So yes. They, they recognize it right away before we do, and it takes us some time to get there. So Rick recognized it in me, and and, and, and I remember leading up to his, day, to his tail end of his days as he was battling, you know, he would still call me weekly and talk about, oh, you know, you should do this and give me points and tips and suggestions and all the things that I, would, that I should do. Well, and, uh, you know, he, he passed away 2015. In 2017 is when I was approached by the board of directors to take on this leadership position. And the first person I thought about was Rick. And I, I remember for a brief moment, sort of, wow, this thing that he predicted, he's not here to see it. And, 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 and as I'm thinking about that, I'm like, oh man, I really wish, then I realized that he didn't need to see it because he already saw it long before I did. Right. So the, the point, again, is we have it inside of us. It's all it's, it's sitting there waiting for it to it's bubbling, waiting for it to come out. And we have to be the ones to unlock the door and let the true person of the, the great things that we're meant to do come out and go do the great things in the world that we're supposed to do. And the value of surrounding yourself with people that 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 act of what Rick did for you is what I like to call speaking life into people. Absolutely. And the value of surrounding yourself with people that are only about speaking life into you yes. and that allow you to speak life into them is it's immeasurable because the flip side of that is and we've all been in this position where it seems like everyone around us, we share a dream and they're like, oh, oddly, that'll never happen. You, can, that's yeah. a, you can't do it. Well, what about this? Are you worried about this? Where's the money going to come from? They're worried about the how. Yes. And we're passionate about the what. But they yes. it's just like when you pour water on a flame and we have that internal flame within us. And so to surround yourself with people that are going to fan that flame like That's Rick right. did for you, it's it, it takes us to heights that we don't even know Absolutely. we can reach. Absolutely. And, and oftentimes, and it's funny that, you know, these people that are that are uh, that are trying to douse our flames, if you will, uh, they they truly have our best interest heart. Some of them. Right. They're not, they're not they're trying to be malicious about people, it. Good hearted right? people. And they're not yeah. trying to be malicious about it. Right. They're really concerned about our general well-being. Right, but they're fanning, our, they're 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 putting out our flame, and so it's it's it's, it's you're almost often oftentimes say that you're, you're better off just not telling anybody, just go and do your thing, and you know surprise them like everyone else because you will you will in many instances 
have more naysayers than, hey, go do it. Yeah, I read a statement years ago, basically, that said, share your dreams with few mm. and make sure those few matter. And, and that's exactly what you're talking about is, yeah. but it goes back to that self-awareness, right? It's very difficult because you're right. Often those people are good hearted. Often those people are yes. the closest people in our lives. Our loved ones or families. Like, yeah. And so, but it, yeah. yeah, it becomes this barrier and this challenge to living our best audacious life ever. And it's really difficult when it is people that are, and then sometimes you have to make changes and that's, that's okay right. as well. And, and, and to have the courage to make those changes uh, is, is really right. audacity at its best. And so it. let's kind of, as we kind of go full circle here and kind of start rounding out this first show of 2022, what, what, again, I want to go back to that person. But, and the reason I keep going back to this is I just, as I talk to people, it just seems like so many people are in that predicament that you mentioned in the beginning of the pandemic. And so many people are kind of, it's like a lot of people hit the pause button and they haven't quite figured out how to unpause what's taking place. And let's be honest, yeah. we live in a new world now and we're not going back to the way it was. It's a new no. day and time. Things are different. They're going to be different and that's okay. So how do we I want to go back to that self-awareness idea. How does someone begin taking inventory? Because I, I agree 100% with you. It all begins with knowing self, yeah. with that self-awareness. So yeah. how does someone practice the idea of kind of sitting with themselves and being okay yeah. with what they see and what they find, and then maybe moving forward into a new way of living? Well, you know, for a lot of people, that deep dive, you know, you're, you're going to find some stuff you may not like. Right, you might you might uncover some things about yourself that you are like, oh, like who's I'll, that? I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. There is no might. <laughs> I guarantee. It. <laughs> it's true. It is like you're gonna you're gonna see some things about yourself that you're surprised, I, and I and I think that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's it's also important to know where where some of this stuff is rooted in. Uh, you know, we'd be surprised how much stems from our childhood and and how much much behaviors or viewpoints or perspectives start from we were very young you know how many times do you just do things that you like it's just the way i do it okay where did it come from why do you do it that way so right 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 so 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 questioning ourselves questioning the things that you know being okay with that i think if you can understand and recognize that the answers aren't going to always give you what you're looking for then i think you're on the right path I think you're on the right path because th th things aren't always going to make sense or, or the answer isn't going to be what you thought it was. It just, it's just not going to happen that way. So it's, 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 I think it's a process, Mitch. It really truly is. It's not, it's, it's not an overnight thing. It's not something that you pick up in a book, listen to a podcast, you know, motivational quotes, not going to get you there. It's an ongoing process where you essentially, you're almost making a way of life. A way of, and, and as, as you continue that discovery, as you continue that discovery, you make it a way of life. You make it a who you are. You, you, you understand that life is about growing and evolving. We're not, we're, we're not planted in that same spot and forever we will stay. The other part about this, and I think is also important because it feeds, I think it feeds directly into it, is our response to adversity, right? Uh, understanding that challenges are a, a regular occurrence in life. 
and how we respond to that. We're going to all come into unfortunate or mis mishaps in life. And I, and I like to kind of think of them as boulders, right? So envision this pathway and you've got this big boulder in your way. Your job is to get past, over, under, a through, around, whatever. But you've got to get to that other side because on the other side of adversity is where all the greatness lies. So we've got to push through that. So as we're going through this deep dive, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna discover some things that really suck. We're gonna discover some things that like are crappy. We're like, oh my gosh. But you don't stay there. We're not meant to stay right. there. We've got right. to move past it. Because the sooner you move past it, the sooner you clear all that crappy stuff out of your way is when you can make room for all the goodness, all the mm. thing the, the treasures that we're meant to to receive. I believe that in life, we all are meant to receive goodness. Mm. But you can't do that if you're holding on to the bad stuff. You can't. Right? right? So, yeah, it all yeah. feeds into it. It all feeds into it. That uh, harkens back to a Martin Luther King Jr. quote, the measure of a man is not found in times of comfort and convenience, but in times of challenge and controversy. That's exactly the story you're painting is, yeah. is that it is yeah. in those moments of revealing, but that's the yeah. importance of practice, right? And I, and I love this analogy for you as a, um, someone who is so closely tied to pro professional sports, to basketball specifically, an athlete cannot play a game and then go four months without practicing. That's right. They it's cannot play. And, and that's why I love the word practice, because it is an everyday process. It's shooting the same shot 10 million times. It's making the yep. same moves. So it's like Bruce Lee said, I fear a man who's who's mastered one move 10,000 times than a man who knows 10,000 moves. And that's the idea that we're practicing this process. And the interesting thing is growth happens when we least expect it. Absolutely. We don't even see it. That's ex yes, it's exactly. And then, no, and then my, we're my, in those my, moments of challenge and we respond differently than before. And it's like, wait a second, this yeah, is different. That's right. My, you know, my son will say to me here, take the tape measure. How tall am I today? You can't see that girl. It's just going to happen. You know, I, I want to go back to the practice point because uh, so again, I, I'm involved with the professional basketball league, right? I've been for the last 10 years and they're pro players. We got sometimes former NBA players, high division one players, international players from all around the world have come in our league. And I'll, I'll never forget, I, I brought my son who at the time, he's 15 now, he may have been 9 or 10, may have been, and, uh, and, and I got him to basketball at a young age, and so he's always been playing. And, and I remember I brought him to, the team was having like a little scrimmage walkthrough, and they're doing like little practices. And he sat there, and I said, come watch and check it out. And he sat there, and he said, hey, Dad, they're doing the same drills that I do in my game. Mm -hmm. And these are pro players, right? Yes. It's, 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 it's the same thing. It's the same that practice, you know, when you go to a free throw line to shoot the free, you're going through the exact, I oftentimes say that the, the free throw is the most practice shot in all of basketball because everyone is doing it the exact same way, right? And it doesn't change. And so the more you continue it, the, sh the sharper your skills get. And, 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 and that's so integral to how we find success. We sharpen our skills. We continue to practice. You know, the greats, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, the LeBron James, you know, they do the same thing same. over and over and over again. 
and they get better and better and better. And so, um, yeah, I, th- I think you're, that's an excellent point about the significance and importance of practice, Mitch, because without continually doing it over and over again, and what that practice looks like could be very different, right? Maybe yes, you're, you're, yes. Maybe you're reading, right? And you're reading different types of books. Maybe you're listening to podcasts like yours and mine. Maybe you're, you're, there's other things that you're doing. But whatever that is, it's, it's sharpening the skills and... Uh, and, and also, again, going back to those adverse moments, uh, recognizing that, you know, adversity is going to come. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the expressions I oftentimes use is, is, is I don't have bad days. I have bad moments mm-hmm. because I can't mm-hmm. let that moment affect my entire day. Right. You know, right. uh, imagine, you know, first thing in the morning, you're driving to work and someone cuts you off. At six o'clock that evening, if you're still mad about what happened that morning, you miss out on a whole lot. And if you think about it, imagine how silly that sounds, right? 6 p.m., coming home, you're mad about what guy, you know, getting cut off 8 a.m. that morning. It's silly. Why would you? Let it go and move on. So. I think that's and, and 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 even using that analogy of driving, you know, I, I remember I remember a few years ago, uh, you know, it was a snowy day. I'm in a r- rush hour traffic, um, and I, I hit this patch of ice under some snow, and my car does like a total spin out on the highway, and when I stop when it stops, it's facing in the wrong direction. Oh no! Oh, I was panicked. And, 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 my, and my car, it literally just shut down. It just stopped. And the other car, you know, thankfully, um, the, the distance between other cars was, you know, they, they were far enough away where I had to, you know, I could turn my car back on, turn around, and continue my drive. And as I'm driving along, I'm going, what just happened? What well, doesn't matter what just happened? I got to keep going. I can, I, I, I'm on the highway. I can't stop and freak out of what just happened to me. It already happened. I got through it. Move forward. And that's what we got to do in life. We got to find a way to move through those things as quickly as we possibly can. Mm. Oddly, this has been amazing. This, this is, yeah, thank you. this is, I feel like the conversation that we needed to begin the new year. So thank you so much for uh, well, coming and, and on the a, show. And, Mitch, yeah. it's a, and it's a good one. It's a really good one, Mitch, because I think from a starting point, as we yes. look to the new year, uh, I think, and look, I, I don't do the resolution thing. I never have. I just, you know, if, if, if there's something I got to change, I start now. I don't wait to the new year to do it. Like, I just got to do it and move forward. But but for those that do, you know, maybe this is where the starting point is, right? Maybe the timing of this conversation can help. Okay, so this is a new approach. And, I'll, and, and maybe, it, maybe you just focus on one thing, right? Yes. Maybe I'll focus on becoming more aware and understanding myself better and what things motivate me, what inspires me, what excites me, what do I love, what demotivates me. Understanding all of those things I feel are, 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 are on that pathway of unlocking who we are, those are the steps that we should be taking. 100%. And, and you're right. It's Change isn't about waiting till the new year. Um, and you can take rest and time to refocus at any point in time. Yeah. Um, but for those are that are seeking that that refreshing, this is a great time to do that. And so sure. wise words, my friend, wise oh. words as, as I knew they would be. Thank so you. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. This is 
I, I listen. I, I I love conversations like this, and that's why I do the podcast. And uh, there's such a recharge and reenergization for me. Uh, and you know, sitting down with like-minded people, it's funny. It's, it's I'll get in these conversations. I'm like, I don't know where it's gonna go. Let's just talk. And 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 you know, more often than not, I walk away going, "Wow, blown yes. away." Yes. And just when you thought there wasn't anything left to learn or anything left to figure out, there's a nugget I walked away going, oh, I can incorporate that into my life. Right. Right. So, I agree. Totally agree. Um, oddly, speaking of your podcast, tell the people about your podcast a little bit and then where they can follow you and engage sure. with you. Um, uh, so the Audacious Living podcast, it, it, it really is a, a, a meant to be sort of a blueprint to how you live that audacious life, understanding there's so many key elements and so many aspects uh, that contribute to, to how we live our best audacious life ever, um, you know, how we respond to failure. We talked about failure, uh, and I don't even think failure is a word that we use, how we respond to challenges, adversities, um, you know, things like, you know, understand what the imposter complex is and how that contributes to us negatively, um, how to be happy, how to find joy. You know, I've been blessed with the opportunity just to, to have a, a wide cross-section of individuals that just want to share their stories. And, and for me, the sharing piece is the big one. I'm such a big proponent of sharing, as you, as you know, if you follow on social media, I like to share. But I think the purpose of the, and why, one of the reasons why I like to share is uh, you can provide such uh, uh, motivation, strong motivation, inspiration to people. Um, you, you don't know what people are going through. You know what others are dealing with in that moment. And that word, and, and we've seen this in our own lives. How many times has someone said that thing in that exact moment? You're like, that's what I needed to hear. So, you know, the, the Audacious Living podcast is meant to be that thing that people needed to hear in that moment. Um, uh, and again, it's, 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 it's a wonderful cross-section of guests and authors and athletes and speakers and uh, you name it. I, 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 really, I really, what I wanted to do, uh, and it's funny, the challenge for me was I was a basketball guy, but I needed to be a ba basketball podcast. I wanted to kind of break that mold. Not that we can't, you know, sports can provide all sorts of great lessons, but I, I wanted to be more than that. I want to go outside of my comfort zone. Talking basketball is easy for me, but I, that's, that's not what I wanted to be the lesson, if you will. So um, uh, my website is best audaciouslife.com uh, that's where you can go and check out past episodes obviously Spotify, Apple, all the usual you know, the, the, the podcast platforms I've got a YouTube channel as well where all our, our podcast episodes are housed I'm at The Odd Man on Instagram T-H-E-A-U-D-M-A-N not O-D-D, -D. a lot of people confuse that sometimes uh, The Odd Man on Instagram and uh, I, look I'm, I, I like to engage with people reach out connect with me i love to share i love to learn and you know let's let's keep doing our part to make this world a bit, much more audacious place i love it oddly thank you again been such an inspiration and like i said i knew it would be so thanks for coming on the show and uh and i'm sure we're gonna we're gonna create a a path crossing again at some point i have no doubt so I'm not, I'm not going nowhere mitch i'm here buddy <laughs> yeah i love it Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening to The Mitch Gray Show. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we will talk to you soon.